Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Leitman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Doing well, Mike. Doing well. I'm alive. That's good. COVID cases through the roof here. Yeah. We're we're still dodging the bullet, and I know we'll talk about your COVID stuff in a little bit, but... Yeah, yeah. Record cases in the province. Yeah. It's it's making my curling life very stressful, Mike. <laughs> and you do not want to mess with my curling life, let me tell you. Heaven for Ven. Oh. I know. We've already delayed the start of the season a little bit, and now it's like, should we even do it at all? Because <laughs> they're saying it's it's going to peak, what, like mid to end October, which is like prime time, you know, getting all this stuff ready to go, right? So... But but like I see the 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 sense of you're all trapped in a building together. Yeah. But aren't you at opposite ends of the ice? No, 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 you're not. You switch ends ever or something. Yeah, like there's yeah. there's a lot of movement and stuff. So the the problem with curling and I, I, I feel like I'm talking to the wrong guy here. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I've watched curling on television. I somewhat understand it. Yeah. So the problem I played once. You did. You were excellent at takeouts, even when we didn't call them. So I mean. You just, I was you just good knew. at them. Yeah, you I just good. had instinctual takeout skills. Yeah, you were. It could be a sport you pick up, Mike. I, I'm going to get you out there one of these days. Maybe after COVID's over. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so the problem with curling is that it's all still air. So there's not like much motion and stuff uh, going on in the in the building. So I always use the fart example. If you If you put a fart down on one spot and then you leave and then you come back, it's still there. Like you still smell it. And I just, you know... Pretend instead of a fart, it's the COVID particles <laughs> floating <laughs> around. They're still going to be there. So, yeah, it's not as great as it might seem, but. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. It's fair that yeah. you might delay the season for those reasons. Yeah. So, we'll see how it goes, but it's been it's been very irritating. But in unirritating news, my little nephew, Henry, turned two yesterday. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. So, we were there for his, his big birthday party. He's the first. The first of the three. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he's he's given a little test drive for a week or two and a half weeks before Ben Ben takes over and then William takes over after Ben. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it was good. He had a train themed birthday party and it was a lot of fun. The kids had a great time. Ben is definitely going to be that guy in college who runs around with the lampshade on his head. Oh, good. 100%. 100% that guy. <laughs> I'm glad you've raised that child. Yes, he definitely tries to be the life of the party, which is, you know, both entertaining, but also extremely stressful. He also got a bunch of cupcakes, Mike. And my God, that boy loves cupcakes. Like, these are not like the year one birthday party cupcakes, you know, where it was like, well, this is actually like a healthy spinach cake. This is like straight up sugar cupcakes. Of course, of course. Oh, my God. He's just like, he basically holds his hand in front of his mouth and just slowly pushes the cupcake in as he like chews it it's like a snake eating oh, something oh, yeah <laughs> yeah so it's amazing that he doesn't choke every single time he eats it but what was really cute is of course we sang happy birthday to henry while we were there you know i don't think the boys quite got what was going on but then when ben was going to bed all of a sudden all he starts doing is just singing happy birthday like just over and over and over for about five to ten minutes because he was so amped up. I imagine it was the cupcake that pushed him over the edge. Yeah, must have been. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it was good. It was it was a lot of fun. It's good to see everybody again. It's, it's funny that you have that exact party description. Really, why? 
Because we had the opposite. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't want to take too much time, but the the COVID stuff. Yeah, we we want to know, Mike. Last Monday, we Williams got his runny nose, and we called daycare, and they say, "Yeah, you can't you can't come back until you have a, a, a COVID test." So we gave them we gave the the call because we we found out from friends that if you go to wait, you're going to be there for a while. And I actually was talking to my neighbor about this because we ran into each other while I was doing the garbage, and uh, she told me that they went because her daughter. There's a parent at the school, not a teacher or anything, but one of the parents has COVID and has continued driving their children to school. Right. So that parent is bringing COVID into the area at at the school. So my neighbor pulled her kids out of school and went and got her and her daughter tested because they were like, it was the daughter's, that, that school, like. Sure. Yeah. That's the, the school the daughter attended. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's. Basically what I was trying to say before I completely fell off the rails and my brain broke. (laughs) So they went and they were standing in line for five hours on a walk-in. That's wild. So we made it our appointment and we called. We called on Monday. They called us on Tuesday. The earliest they could get us in was Thursday at one o'clock, which was like, oh, good. That's a whole extra day in between that we were really hoping. Because if you recall, the hope was is that we would have them back at daycare by Friday. Right. Well, we weren't going to have them back at daycare by Friday with that that turnaround, right? Because at that point, when we were talking to people, they were getting their results back within a day. With the day turnaround, we would still have not got the results back until Friday. Well, by the time Thursday rolls around, the results were coming back two to three days later. Right. So we're like, okay, this is great. Like It might be Monday by the time we get results. So we go to the testing center. There are two lines Outside the building, not in the building, outside the building. Right. And one line is for the people who walked in that day, like just came in off the street and wanted to be tested. They cut that line at like 11 o'clock because they'd had so many people come in and it was actually pushing back the people who had appointments. So they were taking no more walk-ins before noon. So that's a good sign. Right. The people who were doing the appointments, they were an hour behind when we got there. So we got there at one and they were only taking people who had been there at noon. Right. And we're like, okay, this is going to be great. And the people that were in the the appointment line, because they had a line, the appointment line and the walk-in line, where was a harder to get to line. So William, because we the idea was, was we were just going to put him in his stroller with the screen over it because he can't wear a mask still is we were going to put him in the stroller with his, his rain screen, because that's what we've been doing if we go into like Starbucks or something to get a drink. We put the screen over William. Right. So because it was going to be so hard for him to get to where the line was, because it was like a little ramp and like a bar and everything. I basically just told Laura to go stand on the grass. And then I went and stood in the line by myself. <laughs> but at the same time, though, I feel like that was the the easier position to be in rather than try to maintain this toddler for multiple hours. Well, it was. And the worst part, though, was one o'clock is smack dab in the middle of a nap time. Yeah, like exactly. He goes, he goes for naps at one or sorry, at noon. So he's already upset. Like he's already freaking out because, you know, we're not he's not napping and we're just hanging out in this parking lot. So I have to hand over my phone because I have emergency wiggles on my phone at all times. Right. So I give him my phone. And I'm standing there in the line. I realize I have no way to tell Laura that I'm at the front of the line. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> she's got my phone. So 
I'm just kind of sitting there and, and I realize, okay, well, you know what? My watch, my new watch has a find my phone function where I can push the button and it starts going like on my phone. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just hit that when, when the time comes. But it turns out she was peeking through like a, a plexiglass wall that was separating us and she saw that I was at the front and then she came up and, and joined me when I was second in line. Mm-hmm. The person in front of me in line had the same idea because when he became first in line, his wife and their four kids got out of the car and came over and joined him. <laughs> nice. So- so we finally get into the testing center and, and we'd been waiting, it was maybe quarter to, quarter to two by the time we got in there. So we go in to get the testing and and the woman comes in and she's all, you know, masked up and everything. And she's like, well, this is going to be fun because you got a, a little kid. And I said, I thought that for little kids, what I'd heard was that they only get a little, like a little saliva, like they, they swab the saliva and that's all it takes. And she's like, yeah, we don't have those. awesome good good so he's getting the same nose swab as everybody else so they 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 tell us that and they also told us that literally everybody who was there that day was there with kids who had the same issue the runny nose she told us that bc has already taken the runny nose out of being criteria because it was already being such an issue there and i think they're gonna do that here soon hopefully hopefully so they go and they give us the swab and Laura's like, I'm going to go first. And I'm like, all right, you you go right ahead. And the whole time they're doing it to her, I'm like, oh my God, like, it's not that bad. You're a wuss. You yeah. Know? Like they, the way they described it was it's like jumping in a pool without covering your nose kind of a thing, like getting the water shooting up. Oh, your nose. okay. Sure. Yeah. That doesn't sound awful. That's for sure. I get my turn. Yeah. No, Laura wasn't being a wuss. Like when it's up there, it's like your body is just like, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Like you, you just can't help but like wiggle around and be uncomfortable kind of a thing. And it, she wasn't wrong. It definitely did feel like there was water up my nose, but it felt like it was like sustained water flying up my nose. Right, right. right. Like, like I was going down a waterfall or something, you know, like just that much water. So that sucked. And then William gets his turn. He's watching the Wiggles. He didn't even realize it happened. <laughs> Let's just chalk it up to like kids have like smaller nasal, you know, passages. Like it doesn't have to go that deep. Maybe, you know, maybe make maybe. ourselves feel much tougher. You know? Yeah. But, but <laughs> ugh, no, we were both like, no. And we felt it for like hours later too. Yeah. Like it was the worst. And it's funny because I complained about it on, on Twitter because I'm, you know, I'm an adult. That's what I do because yeah. I complain about things on Twitter. And Somebody else I know, it's like, we got our test today and it wasn't that bad. Like, maybe it was just your tester. And I'm like, maybe I'm just a wuss. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> you got self-burn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that 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 sucked. And then we basically had to, you know, keep William home for a few more days. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Basically, to to cover off William being home, the first day Laura was off work. The second day, we were both on work. And we were like, well, we, we can't, we can't do our old work split shift. So how are we going to watch him and do work at the same time? And Laura's like, we both have laptops. We'll set up the wiggles or something on TV and we'll both go to work and we'll see how long that will last us. It didn't even last an hour. Right. Before he got bored and wanted to go do something else. And then I took the day off so that I could watch him. Laura normally has Wednesdays off. So that covered Wednesday. Laura took Thursday off and I took Friday off. That's how we watched him for the, for the week. So we were basically we were checking that website for like three days straight, just <laughs> over and over and over. 
But what I was actually alluding to earlier was yesterday was my dad's birthday, and we couldn't go to my dad's birthday party because we are supposed to stay quarantined until we get the results. So we didn't get to go see family and have fun. Uh, and, that's too and bad. All of that fun stuff. So that's why we actually delayed this podcast, our, our usual recording time, because my dad called to thank me for my present or his present that was delivered to him, even though I was not there. So, <laughs> so did you, you eventually did get the COVID tests though. We did or the, the we results. Got, sorry. The results. Yeah. Yeah. We got the results on, on Sunday night, right after we had dinner. So it was like, Oh good. So we, we could have gone to family dinner, but, I mean, what would we have? It was kind of like, you know, our nephews are back in school and we were like, oh, well, and cl- clearly you're still feeling under the weather to a certain yeah. extent anyway. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. Laura was like, I think William has allergies. And I'm like, I don't know, because allergies didn't kick my ass because they like I, I whatever I told you last week, whatever William had, he stuck his booger finger in my mouth. And I'm like, I guarantee you I'm going to get this. And sure enough, for like three days straight, I, I've just been like. Like my throat and coughing and sneezing and really like I've I've had either a cold or the flu, one or the other. And and it it's so funny because Laura's like, Well, maybe it's just allergies, because sometimes allergies get to you and you think it's a cold, but it's just allergies. I took an allergy pill, did jack shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely it was definitely a cold. I was gonna flu say, it doesn't thing. sound like it's allergies to me. No, this is this is the longest I've talked in in a period for for a while. So you can't tell because I'm editing it all out. But I have to. I've been taking pauses to cough my lungs out of my body. That's right. Yes, there, there are a substantial number of them too. Yeah, yeah. So that th- those have all been edited out for your personal sanity. Yeah. But yeah, so we got the results, and and it's literally just the website just is like you passed. Well, no, sorry, you're negative is what it says. Right. We took a screenshot of that, sent it back to to our daycare, and then. I'm like, oh, great. You can come back. And we were like, what happens if he gets a runny nose again? Because do we have to just start this entire damn process over again? And they're like, no, now that we have the, the COVID test, you can just, you ha- you'll, you'll have to take him home for the day. And then if his symptoms continue, you'll have to keep him home. But if they start, if, if he, as soon as he's symptom free, you can bring him back. So that's not as bad because we were like, oh God, we can't just start this two week quarantine over again. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, yeah, so today he was back. He was back at daycare. And, oh, my God, he was so happy to be back at daycare. (laughs) Well, that's good. We pulled up, like, because Laura dropped him off. I wasn't there, but she was, like, when he realized where he was, he was so excited. And, and like, basically, he was just, like, goodbye. And, like, off he went. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. And then when I picked him up, he was super happy. And and the people there were, like, oh, he had a great day. And we were so happy to have him back. And he was so happy to be back. And. And it was just good to hear. And, and and he ate pasta for lunch. And we still can't get him to eat pasta here. So I don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> so that continues. But, yeah. but no, he was he was so happy to see like his friends again. And and like he, even when I was picking him up, the one girl, Deborah, was there. She was the only one that was still there. And she like followed him outside to say goodbye because it was like, bye, William. Thanks for being back. She obviously talks a lot more than he does kind of a thing. <laughs> right, but, right. Yeah. But but yeah, no. So he he's back at daycare and. And yeah, the, that whole thing was just a week of crap. I didn't like it. So so what happens? Great. His nose clears up and then next week, runny nose starts again. What's the story with that? Is he like, does the previous COVID test kind of carry forward or does it reset the clock? Chris, I just told you this. No, I, I know, but... I just told you this. You wasn't that for attention? just a continuation of his current runny nose? Well, I, I, okay. 
Are you talking like two weeks from now? Yeah, or a two month weeks from, from now? now. Like he he goes back to a hundred percent, and then he gets sick again. Then what happens? I don't know. I have no idea. I really hope that the in in two months we're probably going to be in full blown lockdown mode again. Probably. Yeah. I well, I don't know. I have my doubts, but I I've been talking. I've been talking to some folks who are friends of teachers. And the teachers are saying things like, we've basically been told to drop uh, all of our, our lesson plans into online-only lesson plans at the drop of a hat. Like, the, they, 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 this was not the original plan. Like, we were instructed to, cons- you know, construct our lesson plans. And then they're like, be ready to go back online, like, by Friday. Right, right, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, because it was funny, because after we did our podcast last week... Ben comes home Tuesday afternoon and he's got a little bit of a runny nose and it's like, oh God, no. <laughs> but yeah. fortunately, our daycare, she's just an at-home daycare and she's like, he seems totally fine. Like the 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 snot is basically clear, so it's not an actual illness. So he was okay to continue. Sure enough, though, I mean, you could probably hear it in my voice. I woke up this morning with a little bit of a sniffle and everything like that, but I'm sure it's just a cold. I have nothing else, but, you know, it's just, just that daycare cold, right? Yeah, they they said it was going through the daycare. Like yeah. there there were ten kids that had the same problem at at his daycare. So like, you know, if, if they're kids, they get runny noses. No, exactly, exactly. I'm now, but I'm now banished from my work though, Mike. Oh, really? Yeah. Today they sent out. Uh, I guess the Ontario government sent out guidelines that you have to be pre-screened now at like every place of employment. Mm-hmm. And our pre-screening is like, do you have a runny nose? <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes, done, done, done. <laughs> so yep. guess who's working from home for a couple more days? Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, from what I what I heard, the daycare provider, like the woman in charge of our daycare, when Laura called this morning to be like, "Hey, we got our test results, and he's good to go back," she said the school boards are in the process of taking the the runny nose out of the regulations. Yeah, and and then that means that they'll be behind because they're not they're they're not regulated by the school board the daycare but they follow what the day the school board does yeah follow the lead kind of thing yeah yeah so they said that hopefully they should be you know in the same boat it makes total sense i mean i've had this conversation with a million people it's like what happens in december when every single person has a runny nose you know like what are you gonna do send them all for tests all the time like no of course you're not going to do that so i mean if if just the other day was any indication like well, that's just it. You you can't take a week off of work every time he comes home going sniff, sniff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's impossible. I mean, my boss, he made a comment, like, don't worry about it. Like, if you if you need to make arrangements, we will accommodate you. Like, I, because I, 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 I told my boss, because I said, look, if, if he doesn't go back today, then I have to work stupid hours, like really stupid hours. Yeah. Because. Because the because Laura now and I, if you remember, him going back to daycare was a godsend because our hours were overlapping. Yeah. So if he went back, to, if he did not go back to daycare today, I would have worked seven till nine a.m. and then I would have watched him until eleven, and then I would have been working from eleven until whenever he woke up from his nap, yeah. which is hopefully three p.m., usually two p.m., and then I would have been watching him until Laura got off work at five. And then at five, I would have worked from five to seven or eight, depending on when he woke up from his nap. 
Yeah, that, that's about what I did for about five months. <laughs> when you messaged me, I just, it's like, man, that sucks, Mike. But at the same time, I don't feel bad for you at all because oh, I had to do this, right? Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for not feeling like no. anything for me. You're, you're a big tough boy, Mike. No, I'm not. I'm a big wuss. <laughs> I like my personal time. Yeah. If Twitter is any indication, that's right. Yeah. Did you not know? If, if somebody comes at you Twitter. with a knife, you'll be prepared. But if they come at you with the Q-tip. Oh, no. No, no, no that's screwed. screwed. I'm screwed. <laughs> just, just run away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So that, that, that was the whole ordeal. Man, that's wild, Mike. Well, I'm glad that you're negative, though. So that's yes. good. Yeah. It's a positive to be negative. Yeah. There you case. go. Good job, Mike. Yeah. That should be like a billboard slogan. This goes back to your whole, like, you could be a marketing genius sort of thing, right? Maybe. Just add that one to the portfolio. It's a positive to be negative. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I probably stole that without even realizing. Maybe. It, you know? Maybe. One yeah. of those things where it's like, I, I don't know if you ever heard that before, where it's like people who work on like TV shows or, or like have a popular book series that are like, hey, are fans of the show or the book. I, I know you're a really big fan and you'd be like, wouldn't it be great if so-and-so did so-and-so, like did whatever to so-and-so in the books or whatever? Don't tell me that because if you tell me your ideas, there's a small chance that I might six months from now be like, oh, maybe I should do this. And then like not remember that you gave me that idea and yeah. then put it in a book and then you come back and sue me for it. Yeah, let's not do that, please. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that a few times, which is pretty funny. But anyway, uh, I don't know if you had a lot of any more kid stuff because I mean, last last week we didn't we rushed through it, and this week I kind of you know hogged with my COVID part two. Story. Uh, I'll, I'll I've got a list, but I'm just gonna pick one from it. Ben, so I get home now a little bit earlier because I shifted my hours permanently in order to accommodate like the new daycare schedule. So she's decided she's closing 30 minutes earlier, basically. So yep. I get home around 4.30, whereas previously I used to get home around 5, quarter after 5. So this has given Ben and I a lot of time to hang out kind of after daycare, but before dinner. And so what we've been doing, Mike, is we've been taking walks to the school because Ben is obsessed with speed bumps now. Don't ask me why. What a peculiar thing to be. It is so weird because it started because we have a bike trailer. So I would pull Ben on the bike trailer and we're like, oh, you want to go over the speed bump? And he'd be like, yes. And then you'd hit the speed bump and he'd have a good laugh and we'd move on with our lives. But now everything needs to go over the speed bump, Mike. Mm, every, and every little sense. crack in the road. You know how a sidewalk is like made up of segments and they've got the small little like divider between each slab of concrete? Yep. That that's a speed bump now, Mike, because it makes a small little like tunk on his bicycle. It's amazing. I, I see the logic. I yeah, see the logic. We won't get deep into into that little rat's nest, but so what he's decided to do now is he likes to bring either his little travel suitcase and bring it over the school speed bumps. Or the other day we actually took his little kid wheelbarrow all the way there and the only way i could get him home was to get some of the rocks from the playground put it in the wheelbarrow and say we have to bring this home and put it in our garden because we need rocks in the garden and he was like okay okay yeah let's do that <laughs> <laughs> so, what a way to trick a child yeah but it, the, the, it was so funny with the suitcase because he came home from daycare with an oversized shirt because he had got it dirty and we forgot to put an extra shirt in so he had a shirt that was like two sizes too big for him 
And then he's walking down the road with his suitcase and he's just looking like this homeless child. It's just a, a sight to be seen to the point where I phoned to Tiff and I was like, can you come pick us up at the school? You have to see this, you know, <laughs> you won't believe me if I tell you that he brought his suitcase to the school. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird Ben quirk, I guess. And I'm sure he'll do it for a month and then he'll get tired of it and move on to the next thing. But yeah, I don't know, Mike. It's It's weird. I'm sure William's got a lot of those sort of weird things that he does, or maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's just a Ben thing. Not, nothing weird like that. I mean, yeah. he's, William's big thing right now is he's really into oven mitts. Okay, yeah. Like he just likes going into the cupboards and taking out the oven mitts and then running around in a circle wearing oven mitts. He loves that. Does he like put them on like his eyes oh, yeah. and stuff? He yeah, he puts nice. them on. Oh, yeah. Nice. He loves it. He loves it. Yeah, is he like a lobster or a crab yeah. or something? Something like that. I mean, I don't think he knows what a lobster or a crab is, but, you know. <laughs> He's just, I'm oven mitt man, yeah. I love oven mitts, yeah. No. Yeah. Is he still doing speech therapy? Uh, or is kind sort, of sort of? Nah, yeah, not, we haven't had any, like, things in a while. Like, we'll have a checkup at some point, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he's still doing his, his usual thing of just being, you know, ba ba ba, and every so often he'll bust out, you know, a big word, and we'll be all very excited, and he'll never say it again. <laughs> right yeah the classic william yeah yeah he's he's pretty good at that one but i mean one thing that he's really good at though is he's really gotten like he's clearly remembers a lot of things like he gets things right like a perfect yeah. example is is we were reading we've been reading a book to him called feminist baby oh yes feminist baby he's a feminist too a very progressive young man that's the subtitle he's a feminist too oh, okay sub feminist baby <laughs> got it got it anyway so the the story is it's, I mean, before you know, let's not get into the topic of feminism too much. But I I, I read through this, and the, and I mean, the basically it's this the book is about this baby who just you know he does his own thing and he wants everybody to do their own thing and that's really it. Sure, that's yeah. it. There's no like special thing where you know he's feminist baby suggests that women get paid a, a dollar at the same time as men you know like this <laughs> right right it's not pushing the quote-unquote agenda yeah it's no just- no but but like it, it's 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 a cute book and like it's not the, the lessons in it are not bad at all you know right, like yeah. it's not it's it's not some weirdo yeah, some cult book or anything like that uh, yeah, yeah like i i pff- I, I almost said chauvinist, which, but this is the opposite of chauvinism. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's just it's it's just a book. Like basically, it ba- it's it's what it boils down to. And I feel like I've suddenly like d- dropped off a cliff into treading on thin ice with with certain listeners of sure, the show. Yeah. But but what I'm basically trying to say is the message of the book is that is feminism is for everyone, and it doesn't take much to be a feminist, right? You just live yeah, your life be and a, a decent human being. Yeah, yeah, basically, and that's what it boils down to. And he, there are his actions in the book. Well, there isn't even actions. We just made up a bunch of actions that go with the book. And William does them all now. He does every single one of the actions. Nice. And I, I you know, like I've done this book enough time because, because you know we all love this book and and we love that he does the actions to the book. So we do the book often to see him do the actions. I can recite to you some of Feminist Baby. Please make sure to buy your own copy of Feminist Baby. Uh, I was going to say, don't say too much. We don't want to get, what is it, DMCA'd? We don't want to get that. (laughs) DMCA'd. Well, it's funny. Actually, maybe I shouldn't read too much because I I didn't, I noticed that one day that the, the book is actually published by Disney. I didn't realize that. They will chase after you. Yeah, but, But Feminist Baby 
Feminist Baby shoots for the sky. And the illustration is that Feminist Baby has a cape and is, is flying. So we've put the arms up in the air and William joins us and he, he shoots his arms into the sky. And Feminist Baby then falls flat on his face off of couch. And then Feminist Baby knows that it is okay to cry. Okay. So so when we, we do that one, we go, oh, oh. And William has joined us by going, oh, oh. And he, like, it's funny because he's so excited to do the actions. He beats us to them now. Right. So the follow-up is Feminist Baby Toots and Giggles. And we follow that with Feminist Baby Toots and Giggles. He, 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 he. And William is so excited for this part of the book that before we even turned the page, he's <laughs> so, yeah. And then Claps and Wiggles is the next. Feminist Baby Claps and Wiggles is the next one. And he... And and does this weird dance. And then uh, his favorite part is Feminist Baby is breaking down walls. And Feminist Baby is like drop kicking through a pile of Lego. And and he like, we he, we just stomp around. And so he stomps around his crib when we read it. Because I, I think I've told you this now. We don't read him books on on the lap anymore. He He's read to in the crib because he's like, get me in this crib. You know, so gotcha, yeah. we basically just read books at him now, but he, he <laughs> acts out feminist baby along with us. So. Right. So that's something that he's been doing a lot lately. So he hasn't been doing this, you know, a lot of talking, but he, he gets into actions and, and sounds and things like that. And that's how he communicates. Like a perfect example at dinner tonight, Laura was trying to get him to say ice cream because we were giving him a little bit of ice cream right. for dessert. So Laura's like, you have to say ice cream or I won't give you any. And after much fussing, he stopped and went more hand signal and then she's like good enough and gave it to him <laughs> so so he's he communicates he just doesn't say yeah anything. yeah non-verbal so, yeah yeah oh good job good job william yeah he's a feminist too that's right yeah we've got one about you can be any color or whatever and still be equal i forget what it's called i'm sure you probably have the same book i don't think we have that one but yeah. we do have anti-racist baby which like the title sounds like it's. it's these are some pretty aggressive titles. <laughs> it, uh, it sounds very like. I mean, I get, I get it. You know, like it's it's literally yeah, baby Antifa. <laughs> well, I mean, a- anti-racist baby sounds like almost militaristic. I mean, I get, it, it I does, know, yeah, like, but it's it's not like it's it's literally about like you know like it's not quite the same. Like that, that, this is the funny thing about feminist baby and anti-racist baby are very different books, right? Like, like feminist baby is a book of four babies. That's like feminist babies tooting, you know, like that's that anti-racist baby is like, here are the steps to be anti-racist baby. Like that's, <laughs> it's, it's a very different tone. It's more a guidebook than it is. Yeah. It is very different tone than, than feminist baby. And it's so funny because the art style is very similar. So I think he picks up anti-racist baby thinking that it's feminist baby. And then he like, we, you know, we'll start to read him anti-racist baby. And he's just like, no, <laughs> it's not the same book, right? He doesn't get to do fun actions or anything That's like right, that. Yeah. So. Well, we better move off this topic, Mike, before we lose all of our six listeners here. So, <laughs> Well, and, and just so you know, though, anti-racist baby doesn't toot or giggle. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> moving into some stories, I, I thought it would be fun to do some, some few a few quick updates because we spent a lot of time talking about certain things and, and you know, why not? Let's do some fun, quick updates. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we talked about Control Ultimate Edition a few weeks ago, 
and how it was so stupid that they weren't doing this this porting of control to, to the next gen consoles if you bought the previous version. Right. Well, if you recall, they actually were like, it's not possible. And then they did it. And then they backpedaled on it. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, so I do well, remember. Yes. Well, it gets even stupider because they gave away, like when the game actually came out, and this happened like last week, but we didn't talk about it because we had bigger fish to fry. It came out when they were giving away review copies. One of the, re- the reviewers posted that. So I was given a review copy, like a code to review Control Ultimate Edition on PS4. It would not let me purchase the game. And that's because I've already owned Control. Okay. And then I went to Sony Help and I said, I have this code. Why won't it let me buy, you know, use the code on the game? And they looked at it and they said, oh, well, the reason it won't, like they won't, they won't let you purchase it is because you already have this SKU in your library. So as far as the storefront is concerned, he already owned the game. So it's the <laughs> same game. It's not like like getting into products and stuff. Like this is something that I know I deal with because I, I, I deal with products, right. audiobook products. If if it has the same SKU code or like ISBN or, or N, I almost said NPC, but <laughs> UPC, yeah. UPC. If it has this, if it has that, it's classified as the same item. Yeah. So, so Control Ultimate Edition having the same skew as the regular edition means it's the same. Right. So again, it is another case of somebody being like, oh, no, we can't do it. It's not the same. And then someone else going, oh, no, it is the same. Yeah. It's, it's, we can't, it's not that we can't do it. We just don't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 100% that's what it is. So it's, that's just in, even more infuriating. Like, yeah. Ugh, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. In other fun news, we, we talked last week about the Xbox Series X and Series S launch and how we were like, let's see how well it goes because they made fun of Sony for their launch because the Sony launch, everybody was just kind of jumped the gun and did their own thing. Yeah. So it was like, let's see if it, if, it, if it does any better because they had their fixed time that it would start and it was just as bad. As as the PlayStation <laughs> launch, you couldn't find it. The Microsoft website went down. Like you couldn't buy the damn thing. They had just as much trouble as PlayStation did with with their pre order. Yeah, and and it was so funny because everybody was like, "Oh man!" Like even Xbox made fun of PlayStation in their marketing to be like, "Won't happen with us." Oh no, it super happened <laughs> with them. Yeah, but they all they did come out on time though, right? Not. Depending on what retailer, oh, depending you went on, oh to. the retailers jumped the gun again too. My goodness. Well, no, no, it, like they were late in certain places. Oh, they, oh, the opposite. Okay, yeah, they were either late or just the website at that time disintegrated and yeah. just didn't work because you, there were so many people trying to buy this thing at once. And here's another fun fact: I have talked at length about how I think that the Xbox naming scheme for consoles is so stupid and so confusing. Yeah. On the day of the pre-orders, the Xbox One X, not the Xbox Series X, the Xbox One X, which is the previous console, shot up 700% on the Amazon sales rank. Yeah. So people were buying it by accident, thinking they were getting the new console. 
Which is baffling to me because the people who are pre-ordering presumably are like diehard fans who want it immediately. Are they not? Like, I wouldn't imagine grandma is hopping on Amazon to buy this thing. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Chances are that some of those people were scalpers who bought the wrong thing and are like, oh no, because they were expecting to get something in like two months and they brought it Amazon Prime shipping and got it next day. (laughs) Like, you know? Yeah. It is funny. Yeah, I, I saw that too. Yeah, 747 or whatever, 749% increase. It's like, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I saw somebody say something to the effect of like, well, what that basically means is like if they sold 10 Xbox One Xs every day for a week and then on that day they sold 70, then that would be, oh, they sold 700% more. Yeah. Or something like that. Either way, there are still people like we don't know the actual numbers, but there are still people buying this thing by accident. Like that that's the point, not yeah. the point, you know, like it's, oh, it's, it's silly and stupid. Uh, did, did you know that the actual name of the new Xbox is not just Xbox, it's Xbox Series? I found that out the other day. Well, yeah, the the console is, is the Xbox. It's so stupid. This is it, it, let's even nah, make it dumb. I, I didn't mean to start you off. On You're starting right off again. Yeah. So it's the new console is the Xbox. The Series X is the model. No, my understanding is it's the Xbox Series is the name, and the X no. is the model. No, no, it's it's this. The Xbox is the name of the console. And the Series X is the model. Oh, and the Series okay. S is the right. model. Yeah. No, I've seen a lot of confusion about that too. But like I've seen like many interviews with Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, who's like, Xbox is the new, you know, they, they, yeah. Right. It's Xbox is the new console. All right. Well, we've cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting in right at this point. No more Xbox Series X talk. Yeah. It's over. We're yeah. not going to talk about Xbox anymore this episode. But is that the last time we're going to talk about video games this episode? Oh, God, we'll no. see. Yeah. We'll see. But we did promise that we were going to talk about something else, movies and TV. So well, you have some stories. So let's let's dive into them. Send me your favorites. Give me your favorites. Well, let's talk about Star Wars, Mike. Star Wars. The new man, the new Mandalorian season is coming out October 30th. And even more surprising is it has WWE superstar Sasha Banks in the series. Yes, I did hear that Sasha Banks was in it. I don't yeah. know what she's playing. She we don't like know how be. big of a role or if it's just sort of like a one-off little cameo sort of thing, but she's definitely in it. But they teased her. They taught, they they posted her. She's in the trailer. Yeah, she's in the trailer. So she's got to have some sort of recurring role, I would imagine. I, I mean, maybe she's, you know, Boba Fett and Captain Phasma, where it's like, look how cool she is. And then she's only in it for like a minute and she's not, doesn't really do it. Maybe. Cool. And then she just dies. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to do something cool. Yeah. But Boba Fett is going to be in the new season of The Mandalorian. Yeah, which is cool. Now, did you ever finish the first season of Mandalorian? I did not. Oh, Mike. We only went three episodes. Here's the thing. You can blame it on the wife. You blame it on the wife because she was like, we can watch it. And, and I'll, you know, if I like it, like she, I said, she said she'd watch the first episode. She said, if I like it, we'll watch more. So she liked it. We watched two more episodes and then we never watched it again because I've been waiting for her to be in the mood to watch uh, it again. Okay. And now she's all like, well, you can watch it without me now. And now it's like, cool. When am I going to find time to watch a TV show on my own? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's why I never finished it. I was going to say, I did enjoy the first season. It definitely... It's weird. It feels like Star Wars, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like Star Wars. Like they did a good job with it. So I'm wondering if they'll 
you know, obviously it was a hit. So I wonder if they're going to throw a little bit more money at the second season and that kind of stuff, just tighten it up a little bit more, or if they just keep doing more of the same. Like I, I, I would like to see what they're going to do. I'm wondering if there's going to be so much more controversy going on because I don't know if, if you've heard, but a few of the cast members have done terrible things to certain marginalized communities. Oh, oh. And yes, so there's a, a call to boycott because of that, because of the two actresses who, who have said th- and done things, apparently. Interesting. Well, I will look that up afterwards. I have not heard anything about that. So, Yeah, I was actually surprised when I heard who one of the people was, and I was kind of like, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I again, in, in, the, in the case of one of them, I can't really say for sure, because all I've seen is like, you know, like it was like a court document where somebody said that somebody did something. Right, it's like a hearsay kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, but the other person, like their Twitter account, is just like, no! Oh. I hate these people. And it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) no. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe Disney goes back and just chops them out just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. This is Darth Blue Screen. Yeah, yeah. Here's the evil back. Oh, he's dead all of a sudden. You see the first episode, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, we'll, anyway, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see if they can milk Baby Yoda any further. I mean, if he'll feature quite as heavily as he did in the first one. I bet he will. I don't know. I, 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 re- I refused to watch the trailer for it because I still haven't finished the last season and I don't want to get spoiled. So. Oh, Mike. Well, you know what you're doing after this show? You're going to watch Mandalorian. I'm going to watch what? The remaining six episodes? Seven episodes. Seven I think episodes. it was 10. I'm pretty sure there's 10. Okay. Well, there you go. Seven episodes. I'll just watch them all. You get on that, Mike. Walking Dead. Where do you stand on The Walking Dead, Mike? I, I know we've talked about it kind of in passing on the show. Like, did you have you kept up with it all the all these years? I stopped watching in season seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know of some goings on that have happened. Like, mm-hmm. I know about characters who have left the show because it's like you know, it's 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 a big important show. Whenever that stuff happens, it's like bam. This guy's dead. Yeah, it's news. It's newsworthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I stopped watching in season nine, kind of for the same reason. I was like, eh, I've kind of gotten bored of it, and it got a little bit stupid, you know? See, my my reasoning is more because I read the books. Yeah. And they were, they were really deviating. Oh, from yeah. They've it, really diverged from the source material. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, like incredibly far from where the original was and it was kind of like okay well i just don't really care anymore like because a lot of the characters i really liked have been done dirty or just weren't in it anymore yeah and it was like okay well whatever i'm not really again laura wasn't watching it so it was like well i can't find the time to watch it oh i'm i'm like a season behind okay well whatever i'm done yeah for for me it was just like you know, they've been at this now for I don't know how many in-show years, but it's like, how can you just be so stupid and still be making all the same mistakes, right? Like, I just I couldn't get past that anymore, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, they finally, mercifully, Mike, <laughs> have decided to call it quits. Season 11 will be the final season of The Walking Dead. Now, the funny thing about that, though, because I saw this news, too, is not only did they announce a spinoff at the same time. Yep. So not only are there, there's still going to be three Walking Dead shows because there's currently three Walking Dead shows, although one of them hasn't started yet. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's only there's Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Currently. And then there's like Beyond the Walking Dead or something like that, which is the newer one that hasn't started yet. Yeah. 
And then this this is going to end, and then there'll be the new show. And they basically were like, the new show is going to feature these characters. Well, I guess they're making it out of the finale, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we can spoil it because it's all out there now. It's uh, Or do you want to spoil it, Mike? Oh, might as well. Yeah, might as well. Let's just spoil this shit out of it. If you don't want to hear, cover your ears for the next five seconds. But the spinoff is going to feature Daryl and Carol moving on, I guess, with their, their joint lives together. Are they going to have a kid named Beryl? Maybe. It's the only available option left. <laughs> Meryl. You can have a daughter. Well, that's his brother's name. That was his brother's name, though. No, his brother's his brother's Merle. Oh, Merle. Yeah, but it was but it could be Merle. A, they, could, they could have a daughter and name the daughter Merle in tribute. Right. See? Right. Well, there you go. Why, why don't you stick to the marketing stuff, Mike? It's a positive to be negative, man. I gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> I just... Where the hell do they go from here? You know? Like, are they ever gonna find a cure? What, what, what could we possibly need to follow these guys for at this point in time? Well... If you want me to spoil the end of the books, they well, don't. We, I, I don't need to know the end of the books. I just want to know what they what they're doing with Daryl. They Karen. don't. They don't find a cure. Is what happens. Yeah. And like, there's a, a a lengthy time jump at the end of the books where it jumps ahead like a bunch of years, and there's still no oh. cure. So, well, then what are they going to do? Are they just going to live in a cottage by themselves? It's going to become like a dramedy sort of thing, right? The wacky neighbors. There's <laughs> a dead zombie. Move back to Alexandria or something like that. Yeah. 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 So anyway, we'll we'll follow that. I'm sure semi casually. I'll, I'll I'll put on my PBR and not watch it for a while. I'm sure that's what I do with most Walking Dead stuff at this point in time. <laughs> what and else you got for me? The last the last TV movie thing, Mike. Fast and the Furious Nine. Obviously, they're never going to stop making these movies, but maybe they will because apparently. Space will feature at some level of Fast of the Furious in this new this new episode of it. Where do you go from space? I mean, Jason couldn't do it. The, the, the Mars mission? Maybe they'll be selected to be like the first people on Mars. And then they'll start street racing on Mars, Mike. And it starts over again. Driving driving moon rovers on Mars, like little speedy rovers. Exactly, exactly. Remember when this show was about like street racing? And now they're like these unkillable super FBI CIA agents who somehow managed to shoehorn sports cars and exotic vehicles into everything they do. Oh, we're going to go on this dangerous mission. Yeah. Break out the Bugatti. Yeah. 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 (laughs) The video game that came out. I don't know if you heard about the video game. No. Because the video game is, is apparently terrible. The last level of the video game is like a space shuttle is taking off and I guess it blows up or something and then falls over and instead of shooting up into the air is like flying along the surface of the planet and you chase it with your NOS. Oh, dear God. (laughs) They know how fast the space shuttle actually goes, right? Can it be more ridiculous than that in the the new movie versus this what they just did in this video? Uh, Maybe that's a spoiler. Maybe that's what the movie is. And then somebody somebody will hop from the car onto the flying space shuttle, kick in the door and fly it up in space or something. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. Where do you go from there? I mean, I feel like they're just going to make more Hobbs and Shaw movies, which were even more ridiculous somehow. I never actually saw it. Like, was it good? I heard it was good. <laughs> I don't want to say it's good. 
but like from a from a perspective of an action movie, like I, from the from the perspective of, do you want to watch a really stupid movie and have a good time? Then yeah. this is that movie. Okay, all right. Because the movie is ridiculous, and like it's not Shakespeare by any means, right? It's just it's just a movie that is is insane. They fall off a cliff and then get up and have a fist fight at the bottom of the cliff. Like, just <laughs> they are all superhuman, right? All of them. And Hobbs and Shaw fight a dude with cybernetic enhancements. Like that, this literally happens in the movie. Oh, Is a, one goodness. of the villains has cybernetic enhancements. <laughs> they used to steal DVD players, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the that's the funniest thing about the whole Fast and the Furious thing, right? Like they they used to run from the law, now they are the law. You know, the Rock swings a helicopter from a chain. <laughs> that happens. Spoiler alert, Mike! My God, <laughs> it won't change the movie for you. <laughs> right, right. It was a must see movie. What you're what you're telling me? Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. And I mean, I'm, I feel like now that I've reminded Laura this movie exists and we own it, we'll probably end up watching it one of these nights. Yeah, there you order go. another my pie and just watch Hobbs and Shaw and watch you know the helicopter fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah, but either, otherwise, all movie stuff, like all the other movie stuff, has gone all over the world. Like it's it's just been pushed around. Every big movie, there's no Marvel movie this year. It's the first year that doesn't have like a Marvel Studios film since 2009. I was gonna say, wasn't it? Hasn't it been two years now since the last Marvel movie? It just feels like it's been maybe two years. maybe it does feel like yeah, it's been forever. No, the last one was Spider Man, and that was in 2019. Right. So. Okay. All right. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Like they all got pushed. I think Wonder Woman now is on its what third release date, fourth release date, something like that. Yep. Same yep. with Black Widow. Like, man, are they ever going to release these goddamn movies? When are they going to just do it digitally? I don't know. I mean, it, I, I, from what I, I I just, I can only assume that Mulan didn't do well. And that's the reason why Black Widow didn't just get pushed to VOD. But apparently Mulan was actually not that great of a movie. I've I've heard that too. That it like the actual reviews of it are not fantastic. That I mean, maybe that makes sense in the sense of like, if you remember Onward, that Pixar movie that wasn't super well received, that got rushed onto Disney Plus as well. So, right. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Black Widow's a good movie, and they're like, we can't waste it. Maybe we need those box office dollars. Well, because I know they pushed out Tenant, and I think my understanding is it just got beat to hell at the box office. It was like, wasn't it like the lowest? No, no, that was something else. There was something else that was like the lowest number one in in years. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, and it's not that it was a bad movie because it got excellent reviews, but yeah. it was just, yeah, no one wants to go to the movie theater right now. So I, I just don't know why, why why they're not exploring other options, you know? Yeah, there's like, there's got to be some way to get that movie into people's hands for a price that makes sense and not a ridiculous fee. Like, I mean, even if I had Disney Plus, which I still don't have, I would have just waited until December to watch Mulan because it's going to be free in December. Like, yeah. But like, you know, in Canada, we our big movie theater chain is Cineplex. Like they have their own online store. Why not put it out there? Like you can rent movies that aren't. They're not necessarily in theaters still, but they, you know, they're maybe like a month old. You can rent them on there for like 20 bucks. You know, why not just jack it up and say here $30 or something like that? For like a cutting edge, you know, it's it's opening this weekend kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be some solution. I mean, that it, it makes everybody happy because I, as much as like, 
I would like the movie theater to exist by the time this is all over so that I can go back and watching movies. I, I, I've seen a thing that basically like it was an article that was like, if we go back to movie theaters, it's probably going to be like, like it was years ago where it's like less theaters, less seats in the theaters and movies with longer lives. Cause that's the reason why movies have shorter shelf lives. And I didn't realize this is that more people go see movies because of the multiplexes. And movies that had longer lives, like movies that were out for years, were because it, you you didn't have as many chances to see it in a day. You know, there were less seats in the theater and and less less show times for, oh, the, for the movies. Yeah. And that's why older movies, when we remember, we remember movies like Titanic, you know, being at the box office for over a year. It was two years. It was in in the theaters for two years. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's the reason why is because that was before all of the major megaplexes and things like that. And I mean, movies in like like Jaws and stuff like Star Wars back when they originally came out. Those movies were in the theaters forever because they had smaller theaters with smaller numbers and things like that. Interesting. But yeah, I think we are kind of, well, pre-COVID anyway, I think we were sort of moving that direction. Like we have what Landmark Cinemas is going the sort of VIP route. So instead of sort of the small stadium style seating, they were doing like Lazy Boy chairs and everything like that. And I think people were enjoying it. Like it was... It, going to the movies all of a sudden was becoming this sort of big event again, right? Rather yeah. than something you just sort of do. I can't remember the last time I went to a movie at Cineplex. I have scene points just sitting there. They send me emails like, we miss you. Spend your scene points. Yeah, we go, um, well, again, we used to. We used to go to Cineplex all the time, but it's because it's like five minutes from our house, right? Like, it's it's convenience. Yeah, it was the same with Landmark. Like, we would buy it was, you said it was the VIP thing. You yeah. know, we'd buy a, a tickets to see a movie and then we wouldn't have to leave the house until five minutes before the movie started. And then we just go and sit down and the movie would start like as we got there. Yeah, because you get to pick your seating and you get to, you know, bring your snacks and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't I know, Mike. I miss it. I miss the movies. I know I do. I miss the movies too. Like I like watching them at home, but it's just not quite the same. You know, I like, I like the reaction of like the other audience members. I think that adds a little bit to it, but. Yeah, especially for like the big blockbusters and stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But speaking of things that, you know, that aren't quite the same, streaming gaming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have a new competitor in the streaming gaming zone, and it's a different zone. It's the Amazon. Uh, (laughs) You like that? (laughs) You like that? Uh, Yeah, okay, yeah. That marketing, man. Put that one in the portfolio <laughs> too. <laughs> there you go. So Amazon has entered the streaming gaming market that's currently dominated, quote unquote, dominated by Stadia, Google Stadia, and Microsoft Xbox with the XCloud service. So, so XCloud is the one out of the two that I've heard that is better. Stadia has kind of been of a a slow starter with how it's been running. And, and, you know, like membership picking up. And Amazon thinks that they have, you know, th- theirs is going to be the one that, that sets the world on fire. The, they got the special sauce. Yeah. That's right. And their special sauce seems to be Twitch. They are betting it all on Twitch. How so, Mike? Well, from what I read, Luna, Luna is the name of the service. Yes, Luna, yeah. Everything is purple, like Twitch. It's all the same color. Right. And from what I have been reading, they, they, their big thing is that they are banking on people to to launch from Twitch into games. And like 
it's, it's something that Stadia promised that you'd be able to do. Oh, and you never I really, see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So, but you'd be watching, you know, your favorite Twitch streamer, you know, streaming the game, and it'd be like, oh, well, you can just join them by clicking the the Luna button, and then suddenly you're in the game with them and and stuff like that. So they're really integrating Twitch as like their thing. Like it, supposedly you can go onto the Twitch website and and go to the game, and then there'd be an option to just pop onto Luma and play the game. I keep saying Luma. It's Luna. Luna. Luna, yes. Luna. Luma is one of the characters in uh, Mario Galaxy, which is a game I'm playing right now. So that's oh, why I keep obviously, yes. That's why I keep saying Luma instead of Luna. But yeah, so they think that they have they have the, the competitor to take out everybody else. We'll see. I mean, Amazon's they have very big server farms i mean amazon media services like for websites and stuff is it's pretty much well like like netflix uses amazon media server oh everybody uses aws yeah web services yeah yeah so i mean it it, they've theirs might be the the best one so who knows if if that's gonna work but i mean outside of you know a, a trailer where they were like where they show a lady walking around with her purple controller that looks suspiciously like a Nintendo Switch controller. And, <laughs> and, and then, you know, the, actually, this is one thing that, that I, I did enjoy from what I, I saw uh, about the, the Amazon version versus the Stadia thing. So Stadia, you have to sign into the device and then you have to like log in with your controller or, or whatever. And supposedly the Luna, Luna controller just recognizes whatever device you're on kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. like it's incredibly easy to switch from one device to the next because it just, yeah, it just, just automatically sort of magic switches. way of doing it. Yeah. 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 You don't have to assign it. It just automatically knows and switches for you. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. I know the price looks pretty good. It's six bucks a month. US. Introductory price though. True. True. So they're, that, that's, they're getting, they're, they're, Get get you in the door and then hike the price. <laughs> That's the gotcha, yeah. And then they do sell a controller for fifty bucks, but all the modern console controllers will work with it. So most people, I think, have one of those sitting around the house. But I just, I just don't know, right? I mean, Amazon has got their fingers in a lot of cookie jars, right? They've got Amazon Video, you know, competing with Netflix and Amazon Music competing with Spotify and all them and. I don't know. They're not winning in any of those. I don't see why they somehow think all of a sudden they're going to take over the gaming world, but maybe they're just happy being like the solid third place guy, you know? Well, it's funny because they they released a game. They actually released Amazon has like their own gaming division and they released their first game and it bombed terribly. They like it was like an early access game and they went back to the drawing board with it. Mm-hmm. And it, did you even know what it was called? I'm curious. No, I have no idea. I, I didn't exactly. know that they had a game, yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's that's the the issue. The game was called Crucible. And the only reason I knew anything about Crucible is because I listened to a podcast where one of the people on the podcast is a voice in the game. And okay. he kept talking about like, "Oh man, the game's coming out. My game Crucible." And then it was like, "Oh, the game is out. We're not talking about Crucible anymore." Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, so I mean, like that game made very little splash. It it just when it came out, people were like, "This isn't good," and it went back to the drawing board. So like, you, you don't. It's it's the same the same flute that we're tooting with everybody else. Like, you need exclusives, and they don't have one. You know, like no, exactly. It, it's it's filling a very weird hole 
in the marketplace, in my opinion. Like, I just, I, I don't know what they expect to take. But the one thing that is interesting, though, is they found a way to get this to work on iOS, so like Apple phones, which That's is right, a, yeah. a huge win for the, the streaming gaming market. Yeah, because the other players don't. It's funny, though, that because I actually read an article today that somebody has, like someone in the Stadia subreddit, you know, all six of those guys, yes. has, has created an app. Like he made his own app and he submitted it to Apple and it got through. So well, that probably means now that there's articles written about it, that it's been taken down. Sure. Yeah. But the, he called it Stadium. And basically all you had to do was log into it and then it would take you to the Stadia sign-in page. And then you logged into the Stadia sign-in page. And after you did that one time, every time you booted up the app, it would just take you straight to the Stadia sign- logged in page. Right. And then you could just pick up your game and go. So somebody made a loophole. You could just, you know, play with any, like a DualShock was what the, the guy in the example was playing with. He was playing with the DualShock 4. So, you know, somebody had to figure out a workaround. But Amazon, whatever special magical Amazon deal they brokered. Well, I was going to say the way that they got around it is, you know, xCloud requires its own app. Stadia... Up until this point, you know, until the guy kind of figured a workaround required its own app. All the streaming services require their own app. What Amazon is doing with this is it all works through the browser. So you don't need a special Luna app. You just go to Luna.com or whatever the website is on like the the built-in Safari browser and it will work from there. So they sort of skirt all of those app store limitations that, that Apple has thrown up, right? So we'll see if they, you know, decide they're going to block it or not. Because I guess they're well within their rights to do it. Maybe. Then that's kind of what they do. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's hard to say. I guess it kind of falls in a bit of a gray zone. But right now, that that is a huge win for them. Yeah. Yeah. So time will tell. Yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head when it's supposed to launch. I feel like it wasn't too far off. I have the page up here, Mike. I'm looking because I know you can apply to be a tester right now. Can you? Like, er, like, well, there's like early access stuff. Would you want to be a tester though? I guess why not, right? I, I, I don't know. It's interesting because like I, I think we talked about this when Stadia came out. The idea of just being able to pick up and play my game, you know, anywhere is, is an intriguing idea. Yeah. But like, I want to do that with the games I already own. I don't want to buy them on a new service and do that. You know, like that, that's the, that's the, that's my biggest issue with any of these new things where it's like, oh man, you know, X clouds on Microsoft and, and Stadia is on, with Google. And I'm already super ingrained in an, in an ecosystem where it's like, well, it's cool that you have all those games, but I already have those games. So I'm not coming to you for them. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like I'm not going to turn around and rebuy Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I want to play it on my laptop. No, versus, exactly. You know, on my PS4. So that's that's where my my disconnect comes in. And and that's why when it's talking where we talk about these things, exclusives are, are important because if, if you if Amazon comes out tomorrow and they're like, hey, here is Resident Evil 9 and it's exclusive to our platform. That's how you get me in the door. Because mm-hmm. I, if I can't get it anywhere else, I'm not gonna go to you know. If 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 they if they said hey we have it, but six months later you can get it on PS4, then I'm like well, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, six months I'll just later. wait like, six months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, they need an exclusive to to yeah. bring people in. We'll or, see. Or or they incorporate it into Prime. I mean, I feel like that'll happen at some point. That makes that makes more sense to me because you know that's the only reason I use Amazon Video. It's because it's part of Prime, right? Like, I, I wouldn't ever p- 
pay actual money for just the video part. Well, there's here's the opposite of that. The only reason we have Amazon Prime is so that Laura can watch the Grand Tour on Amazon Prime oh, Video. Oh, interesting. interesting. I mean, at the same time, now that we have Prime shipping, you know, we're never going back. But the yeah. main reason was to get the Grand Tour okay. on. All right. Well, I I am corrected then, Mike. I looked it up. There is no release date yet. They're okay. going to do invite-only release for a uh, fair amount of time, and then they'll eventually release it to the public. So. Yeah, maybe they want to scale it with people who are actually interested in it, and then yeah, once exactly. they've had enough, you know, people who who like it and want to toot its praises from, should have said sing its praises, toot its praises. Sounds weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's anyway. just that that toot and giggle thing in your brain yeah, right toot now. And giggle. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> on that note, I think <laughs> I think that's a, a good spot to stop things for this week's episode of Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part Time Nerds, Full Time as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us, actually, now that I I just remembered, Amazon is now in that list as well. Yeah, I have that's to right. update this. I have to update this. So there's some more Amazon for you. If you want to get a hold of us, let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send us an email to the dads at part-time nerds, full-time dads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT nerds, FT dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever until next week. I am Mike and I'm Chris and we'll talk to you again. soon. I need a lozenge. Yeah. If we survive that long. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.